Welcome to the Tech Post where we cover everything that's happening in the world of technology. I'm Shawnee Ryan and this show is brought to you by Limerick City Community Radio in association with the Limerick Post newspaper. We'd love to hear from you, so if you've any technology-related questions or if you have something that's happening in the world of tech and you'd like to be featured on the show, then please get in touch by emailing techpost at limerickpost.ie. And don't forget that this show also goes out as part of the podcasting network from the Limerick Post, so you can subscribe to the Limerick Post podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And I'd like to welcome back to the show, Dave the Don O'Neill. Dave, how are you doing? Hey, 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 doing good. All right, Dave. Dave, did you remember to put your clock back? Um, well, that's the great thing about technology. It does it for me. Uh, t- isn't tech great that the it is. you don't have to uh, go around the house uh, changing all the clocks again like we used to have in the old days and wind them back? Although I, I, I still, in my car, I still actually have to go into the settings and actually like turn off uh, daylight savings and there is a, a physical button for it so oh. uh, that that's the only one thing that I have to change these days so anyway listeners anybody who forgot uh, the clocks went back last night so uh, or depending on when you're listening to this they went back on Saturday the 30th well early morning Sunday the well, 31st Sunday 31st so right if Halloween you're, yeah if you're listening to this a couple of days late and you ha- still haven't put in your clocks back then uh, I'm sure you've missed a few meetings or uh, been, uh, I was going to say you've been early, but no, you would be late for everything, wouldn't you? Um, Which way yeah, you would be. be, you would be. And, uh, you know, but just blame the technology. That's yeah, all you got to do. Exactly. Exactly. Blame tech. Uh, anyway, Dave, we've a lot to get through on the show today. Uh, from the last episode, we uh, we said that there was a lot happening the day after we recorded. So uh, the, the, let's get into it. But just before we do, uh, mm-hmm. I just want to let people know a reminder that uh, this show goes out as part of the Limerick Post podcast uh, network and great podcast to go out as part of the Limerick Post uh, Podcast Network. You've got Anne and Steve Talk Stuff. You've got the Three Things Matter with Anne Blake as well. Obviously, this one, the Tech Post. Uh, There's Limerick Lady and the Sporting Limerick Podcast. And then there's the We Are Limerick Podcast. So plenty to to get there. So make sure you subscribe or uh, go onto the Limerick Post website. But uh, as part of that, because we're the tech post uh, going out on the Limit Post Network, I've decided that um, here on the radio as well, we should also be known as the Tech Post uh, because this show is brought to you by Limerick City Community Radio in association with the Limerick Post newspaper. So just to keep it all the same, we're just going to be called the Tech Post from now on. So just a small bit of a name change, but it's still the show all about technology, bringing you what's happening in the latest world of tech and hopefully in a language that you can understand. So. Right, Dave, let's get on with it. There was so much happening in the last few weeks and I'm going to kind of approach this in a reverse angle, actually. So the first one is, are you joining the metaverse? Um, I, I think I'm already in there, um, but I, it was without my consent. <laughs> <laughs> and consent is the big thing nowadays when it comes to online stuff. You have to have yeah. opt-in. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the big thing there is Facebook are now going to be known as Meta. Uh, and Meta is going to incorporate Facebook, Instagram, um, what's the other one, WhatsApp, and... Mm-hmm. Um, Oculus. Oculus. Oh, yes, that's it. The, uh, the virtual uh, headset, VR headset. Um, so it's a rebrand. Uh, it's it's kind of reminiscent of, reminiscent of uh, what happened with um, Google when they just became Alphabet, which was going to uh, incorporate all the different things they do, including YouTube and all that. But anyway, so uh, Max Zuckerberg announced that uh, they were going to be known as Meta and coined this term the Metaverse, which was going to have uh, all the uh, related features 
in it and are you going to be part of the metaverse unfortunately or, or fortunately as you might look at it uh, I'm not because I'm not on any of those um, I, I I haven't made any bones about it but I, I don't like them as a company um, I know they provide great employment here in Ireland and uh, they are very successful and uh, um, <coughs> valuable financially company but I just don't agree with the way they take people's data and do things with it without consent. So I've never really made any bones about what I say about them. But anyway, uh, to cover it here, I actually read something, Dave, um, yeah. afterwards. And it was really like the, the first thing that was pointed out that because of all the things that have come out recently with the whistleblower going on about all the things that are happening inside in Facebook and all the the research they've done into the damage of damages uh, mentally that it can do to say teenage girls on Instagram with body image and everything um, and uh, I suppose my own ac- anecdotal evidence of stuff that I've seen around where like the addiction level to phones that I can see amongst my friends um, but the like with all these things that are happening in Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp like they've done the one thing that they didn't need to do right now which was a rebound when there's so much other things that they should be concentrating on and doing things to um i don't know help their reputation and address the issues that are out there but instead they put all this effort in and uh concentrate on rebranding the whole thing so but i think mm. Part of the mentality for the rebrand was also to help with their reputation. But, uh, you know, people have long memories. You know, that's the only they problem. Yeah. yeah. So it's not as though a name change is going to suddenly make people go, oh, this new company. Oh, wow. Let's trust them. So the second thing I read as well related to that was why was it Mark Zuckerberg who was out there at the forefront of this announcement? They, they missed a trick because they could have kind of like he him and his his identity his name everything has so become synonymous with the problems of facebook that with this rebrand they could quite easily have just left him in the background um on the pr side of things and put a few other people forward to announce this which might have helped uh, but having him at the forefront of it just kind of carries on that feeling of distrust i think you're right i think if they put a few people that no one has ever seen before yeah and with you know a nice trusting looking face and voice yeah could have yeah been better you're right so did you see the um the kind of the virtual reality environment that he showed off um where journey announcement where it was kind of like i think this was all part of the oculus rift uh experience so going into like a virtual floating environment or flying fish or something like that and then when you're inside and that you can use your watch to make calls and pull up contacts kind of virtually in a, a hologram experience in front of you um so it was uh it, it was quite interesting to look at it i can't imagine it would be as seamless and as easy as it was made look in the video but it was an interesting concept well you see exactly it's a concept um Mm. it's like what google did with their demonstration a a year ago with that um uh communication booth that they had or whatever it was it's it's all a concept and it's kind of like this is where we want to go we're not there yet but this is what we envision yeah and uh, this virtual augmented reality there maybe that's what the metaverse is i don't know yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, well but it did look good it did kind of like it there was just mm. elements to it i was like yeah i can see how people would buy into that it's it that's pretty i'd, I'd like to try it and see especially oh, yeah. if you're if you're virtually meeting people and um people can be a representation like a kind of a memoji of themselves or it can be a complete different avatar like there was one guy as a robot inside there um, <laughs> and they were they looked like they were playing cards and it was uh, 
it, it just looked quite good because it means that like we've all gotten used to this uh, like over the the lockdown we got used to doing zoom calls and video calls and everything um but it, it it's in this kind of way it's still a nice way to keep in contact with real people and be able to see facial expressions and body language which a lot technology is a lot to answer for for taking a lot of that away which is why there's so much um, miscommunication and, and oh, misunderstanding yeah. with stuff online so um yeah so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it uh, i'll definitely try it out i'll definitely uh, be the first to be uh launching into some sort of virtual environment but hopefully uh hopefully i won't have to do it through uh Meta's metaverse might be some other way. Yeah. Uh, have you ever tried a virtual headset, virtual reality no, headset? No, actually, no. Not okay. not since the nineties when I was in an arcade and there was a, a game uh, <laughs> with a virtual reality uh, headset in there. But like, that was so primitive at the yeah, time. I've never polygons. tried one of the new ones. Yeah. Okay. I have tried the the Sony virtual headset. Oh. And I found that amazing. It was absolutely brilliant um there was a couple of uh games there, there was one where you're you're like kind of under this spooky roller coaster um and like when you go like over the edge of something and down your body does get the sensation of falling and going forward and it really gives you that feeling uh, that you would get on a normal roller coaster um right. i played one of the um, batman games as well and um there was some really nice uh, nice touches inside and nice little bits and pieces that again immersed you into it um there was one where there was kind of like uh, it, it was it was a split scene between two different parts of the game and you kind of like the, the fog dissipated in front of you and then mm. you suddenly realize you're standing at the exact edge of the top of a building and for a second your whole body freezes because you're looking down at this drop and your mind is convinced that you are at the front or the, the edge of a building and that drop is there and you do get that exact same feeling um as if you were suddenly left or put in that position um uh, which i was really impressed with really really impressed with so um there's well, a good, yeah. well yeah, call me when they've uh, put Grand Theft Auto in there, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, the driving experience. Actually, I haven't tried any virtual reality driving games. I must uh, I must have a go at one of those, actually, now and see what I can find on that. Um, but anyway, that's... Um, okay, so let's let's leave Meta behind. I don't think there's many, much more we can say about it, really. It's, it's, it's a name change. It's, yeah. Leopard doesn't change its spots. There you so, go. I was thinking yeah. the exact same thing right there, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Dave, um, right, in some of the other stuff, so there was uh, three events that we had uh, told listeners that were coming up just after our last show. Uh, yeah. So, can we tackle them in reverse order? We can, absolutely. Right. Okay. So, the one that was on the Wednesday was the Google... on. on was it the, no, sorry, no, no. The Samsung, Samsung Samsung Unpacked Two event, and um, yeah, I think it kind of sums up in the text that you sent me as you were watching it, and um, I can't read it out in full, but it was basically what am I watching? <laughs> uh, yeah, which is exactly how I felt. What are yeah. we watching here? Um, so it started off with this. Um, cheesy commercial type um <laughs> b movie <laughs> b, b, uh, yeah badly scripted badly acted, acted yeah. uh, b movie uh with this um uh, i presume she's a social media influencer i don't know somi um i i actually don't i didn't know who she was i i never heard of her look it, it just it was cringeworthy it was cr it was it, really yeah. cringeworthy um just going on about all the different um products and the watch and the, this and mm. the fake running and everything it was just it was terrible oh, the was running terrible. was awful wasn't it yeah, it was just so terrible <laughs> everything about it was terrible so um i was kind of okay right they're going to get past this um uh, self-indulgent advert and they're going to get on to something interesting and it 
seemed like what, how did you coin it did it just seem like a never-ending bad advert it, uh, yeah a 22 yeah. minute commercial yeah um yeah. so it it didn't do anything really like so to me the crux it, of the whole thing is you can get phones with covers uh, yeah uh, with different colors and and yeah. if you mix and match them you have 49 different color combinations uh, yeah. but really and truly there's only about five colors you know so yeah. <laughs> it's it was, not that uh, unique i don't know i i don't know why there was an, an entire event for this it's uh it was mind-boggling baffling yeah um, it was yeah, yeah you would so. like given what the the first unpacked event was about you would expect more from like they called it part two fair enough but you'd mm. expect like a similar kind of um i suppose excitement uh full of new innovative announcements but nope. anything but not nothing just and again i've made no bones about it of my views on these announcements about colors and we have another one coming up later on the show stay tuned for that you don't want to miss my rant on that um, anyway. <laughs> I, I was thinking that too watching the whole thing i was thinking this must have been shawnee's worst nightmare a video all about colors yeah, Basically, all about just announcing hate. that you can now get different colors on the outside of your phone. And not, not to mention, not to mention a fox on your Galaxy Buds, <laughs> a fox. And yes. they they teamed up with some sort of uh, what was it, a Persian fashion company with yeah. some posh French name or something like that. I don't know, but uh, uh, I can't remember their name. Now it eludes uh, me, but. It, oh, actually, I can't remember. I, I actually can't remember. Um, I should be yeah, able to, but I they're, can't. They're a fashion um, company slash record company. Yeah, so it was just yeah. the whole thing. I don't know. I don't know. It was uh, so disappointing because, again, like you said there, I was so looking forward to seeing something new, something <laughs> innovative, something that was just kind of like grabbing your attention and going wow technology is going in a great direction here and no it was just right you can get this branding or you can get this color and it, uh, i don't know it it makes me despair when this, this is what technology has come to that they can yeah. excite people by saying you can get different color uh, backings on your phone like that's not new. It, no. There's nothing new about it. Uh, so please, please, all tech companies, stop trying to be these cool hip things and stop doing yourself a disservice. Focus on the products that you make. Focus on the, the features and the benefits and and the real things that, that tech people want to see. Um, I don't know. It just... It's Look, just bonkers, bonkers. Just don't stop making black and grey phones because that's, that's the, the only color I go for. Black well, or, most people or kind of a, a dark grey. Yeah, most people put their phones, especially modern far, smartphones, they put them into a case straight away anyway. Sure, so, yeah, absolutely. So if you've got this fancy color, you're just going to put a case around it anyway and hide it um, simply because uh, you have to protect your phone. It's, uh, there's not many people I know that go uh, completely nude on their phones these days. And um, and boy, am I glad because I somehow was putting my phone down during the week on a counter and it slipped and went face down onto the ground. Oh. And I actually was convinced like i've never broken a phone i've never broken a smartphone since i've had one ever and i was convinced this time this was gone and luckily because of the case i've rounded that little lip on the front picked it up and it was perfect so i was quite happy with that but anyway like no matter what color i don't even know what color my phone is i don't know whether it's gray smart Gray, space gray, space gray. Yeah, there's so many, there? or whatever. I don't know, uh, but uh, it just has a blue letter case around it. That's all I know. <laughs> okay, Dave, uh, let's move along now to the Google Pixel event. Uh, so I think you uh, you were watching this with uh, a keen interest in this anyway, because um, they've, mm. uh, they've 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 done a nice bit on this. Um, so. Do you want to kick it off or? Well, you know, um, it's nothing uh, new and a surprise because the Pixel 6 kind of leaked a, a long time before Google actually announced mm. it. So we got a, a kind of a peek of what it looked like uh, earlier on in 2021. Yeah. 
That was at the but Google I.O. thing. It was, it yeah. was. But what got me very excited about it was the, the leak that uh, Google were making their own silicon, just like Apple are doing um, mm. for their iPhones and have been doing since day one. So Google has started doing that now. Yeah. And um, that really got me excited because okay. it's never, uh, there's no Android phone out there that uh, were a manufacturer, except for, with, sorry, with the exception of Samsung, they have their own silicon. Yeah. So this one is Google's Tensor chip. Yeah, and, that's right. Um, so they announced the the Google Six, uh, or sorry, the Pixel Six and the Pixel Six Pro. Um, okay, straight off the bat, first thing that grabbed me was price on these things. Um, yeah, they are aggressively priced. So um, you're talking about the um, the Six was coming in at roughly. Um, Oh, yeah, it's it's priced at um, five ninety nine dollars in the US, uh, five ninety nine pounds in the UK. But I think uh, due to the uh, the old taxes in the EU, uh, we're paying about six fifty here. Right. Okay. And the yeah. six Pro then was, um, was eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine. And um, again, it'll be. Similar, similar a bit extra over here once you add your VAT onto it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. But, but it's quite surprising because the the two phones they 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 look very similar and they do have a, a like most of the features are in parity with some exceptions, but there's a three hundred dollar price gap between them. Yeah, I I was wondering that as to what was what were the main things okay. that were justifying that difference. Well, I don't know if you would say justifying, but you would certainly, there's a few key features there. The display on the Pro is superior. It's got um, the edge, uh, curved edges, uh, as well as a dynamic refresh rate, whereas the uh, other one is uh, not as dynamic. Uh, yeah, so. I think it was, I think it was, a, was it a, like the refresh rate on the uh the normal six was something like 90 hertz 60 uh, between 60 and 90 yeah yeah exactly whereas the the pro can go between uh one 10, I think, isn't it 10 i think or 10, 10 was it yeah, okay 10 and 120 dynamic which is yeah. pretty much exactly what was announced on the iphone 13 as well the promotion display is what apple call it that's uh, it so the display will change the hertz rate depending on what you're watching or viewing and that is great for battery life it's it's actually because yeah. the the biggest draw on most mobile devices whether it's um whether it's a tablet or a phone the biggest energy draw is the screen so it like it's not going to be bluetooth or it's not going to be data yeah. or or wi-fi or anything like that it's the screen once that screen right. is turned on that's draining your battery immediately. Now, I've heard that the battery life is not great on it. And um, oh. I think, uh, I can't remember, was it in relation to the regular or the pro, but I think there was something like six hours screen on time, which is kind of average these days. It's not great. Mm. Yeah. So there, it's a 6.4 inch display on the, um, on, the, on the regular six, and it's an OLED panel. Um, mm -hmm. And that... Um, that it does have HDR support and as we say up to 90 hertz refresh rate actually uh, we were talking about refresh rates a couple of weeks ago Dave um, not mm. on the show but just ourselves in the daily thing that we were talking about like the Apple ProMotion display as opposed to um, I think some of the other um, previous Android phones that had that had called themselves dynamic refresh rates had actually just two refresh rates it was kind of like 60 and 120 and if you switch to 120 hertz you only got 1080p and you would get your full 4k if you were down at the normal 60 hertz so it really brought it down if you went up in the hertz range so if you were playing a game that demanded the the 120 hertz then you were losing your resolution as well. Uh, so now these displays are full dynamic range. So they will. So if you're looking at a page of text, the refresh rate doesn't have to be high. Like 10 hertz is fine. But then if you're looking at a video or playing a game, it can scale up 
to what you needed to and go up to the 120 hertz. So, um, as I say, the 6.4 inch OLED in the 6 and the 6.6 Pro then has a 6.7 inch uh, OLED as well. Um, so they're, they're they're pretty um pretty same spec I think in terms of like the the contrast ratio. Um, there is a higher pixel density on the six point seven inch, um, and um, then on top of that we'll get to the chip in a minute. But they also uh, are sporting these um, fifty megapixel. Um, they're uh, what is it quad bay or wide camera yeah so, yeah so the main shooter is 50 megapixels that's right yeah now that doesn't mean you're getting 50 megapixel images you're still only going to be getting your 12 megapixel images because this is a quad sensor and what they're doing is they're using the four sensors to uh sew it together as such sew the image together so mm. like people will say oh it's a 50 megapixel camera it's not it's not giving you a 50 megapixel image so you're you are going to get clearer and sharper images and you are going to get better images but they're still only going to be like 12 13 megapixel images right and that's more important i think i, I mm. think like uh, anything like around uh, you know between 12 and 20 megapixels is probably sufficient like you know it is. it's a phone it for god's sake it's a yeah. phone right yeah but you want the images to look as the best they can and the quality of the sensor. So if it has to take it at 50 megapixels and use the detail of that to be able to create a better stitch the picture at 20 megapixels or 12 yeah. or whatever, that's fine. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's You are yeah. going to get very good pictures out of this. Uh, which leads me to the little, uh, well, not so little um, thing about the cameras. What did you make of this camera bar at the back? Right. Okay. Well, some people are calling it a visor, and they've um, likened it to uh, the guy from Daft Punk with his uh, helmet um, <laughs> or and visor. And, but it's it's no surprise though, because like I said, the the leaked uh, renders of the phone um, came out earlier this year, and you know, and they were quite accurate, and you know, it's exactly how they look. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of gotten, I suppose you could say, I've adjusted to it. At yeah. first, I, when I looked at it, I was like, holy, yeah, yeah that's, a, it, that's, a, that's a questionable or, or a bit of a crazy design choice, but, yeah. you know. The, the side-on view on it, like, the camera bump is almost as thick as the phone itself. Yeah, it, it, it is, it is. I was looking at it, and I was kind of saying, well, you could just hang this off a nail on the wall like a picture. <laughs> it just looked like something <laughs> that was big enough that you could just, like, yeah. Uh, place it onto something and it would hang by itself you with this uh, protrusion yeah. but uh I, I i again like you as well when i saw it i was like what the mm, i'd have to have it in my hand to see is it apparently apparently when you hold it when you see it in person it's not quite as daunting that you you might say and um and I, I, there's a certain advantage as well of having the bump span across the whole back of the phone like if mm. you want to tap your phone on the desk and stuff like that it won't uh, wobble around okay. because every every oh. phone nowadays has some sort of a bump whether it's in one corner or in the center or something like that you know but actually that's a very valid point because i do know that like I've, I've seen it happen. It has happened to me that like even when I take the camera or the, my phone out of its case, if I'm doing something mm. with it, that when you put it down, because you've got just this, this camera bump in one corner, mm -hmm. it doesn't like it is very um, unstable. It is very kind of off-putting the way it kind of lies to the side. So that's actually a, a valid thing that having this there, it kind of it, it will yeah. lie better on a table. Um it will, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, even if you put a cover on this thing, I kind of imagine the cover being thicker than that bump is. So there's still going to be some sort of protrusion, I think, even there with is, a cover yeah, on it. Like yeah. the, 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 you, it would have to be a pretty thick cover to actually. But then yeah. again, if you had a cover that could take like slot up like a credit card from the bottom or something like that and store it for you, um, that could that could work. You could yeah. have something big enough to store a few little bits and pieces, a few cards, um, and just take the whole thickness to the same level 
Uh, yeah, you might get a few covers like that. You never know. Um, there's yeah. usually a pretty vast third-party market for these things. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. So let's move on to the sensor chip anyway. So um, this was, um, you're getting two high-performance cores, two mid-cores, and four high-efficiency cores, mm. along with a 20-core GPU. That's uh, correct, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, it's actually it, it looked like it looked like a pretty powerful device i was kind of impressed by it anyway uh, yeah now they did you notice though when they were kind of explaining that they they did say that it's not about raw performance numbers it's about being able to being able to perform specific tasks better yeah. rather than trying to be you know this mm. great chip for benchmarking so in terms of benchmarks and stuff like that it probably won't perform as good as uh let's say uh, any apple chip or snapdragon even for that matter but it's yeah. probably going to be better at things like uh, camera ai and stuff like that than than yeah like at least because, snapdragon anyway yeah they are they are kind of touting this as something that for like on machine learning um, on device machine learning um, yeah. all this kind of AI stuff they are touting that as kind of the uh, I suppose the benefit of this and they did show a lot of things of like automatic speech recognition live yeah. translation the computational photography which includes what we were talking about earlier on like of taking these 50 megapixel um shots and sewing them together into something that's a, a quite a clear image um and the different video features on it so um yeah that that is and that seems to be the focus with a lot of chips nowadays that we're gone away from this whole thing of what's the megahertz of it we're gone away oh, from that yeah totally true absolutely yeah. It, it's it's, it's, it's about the cores, the way they're packing the cores as well. Yeah. Now, just to, just to drift off here a little bit, we were talking yesterday about um, the new Intel chips, the Alder Lake chips, the 12th gen, right? And um, for desktops and laptops, yeah. um, they're doing that thing as well, where they're they're copying mm. the, um, uh, the the phone chip model, where they're having um, high efficiency cores yeah. and and proper main high cores, performance right? Cores, yeah. High performance cores. That's the one yeah. I was looking for. Yes. Yeah. So they're doing that, and uh, which is why, by the way, Windows 10 didn't work very well for AMD processors when it came out because Intel and Microsoft were colluding um, to make the Windows operating Windows 11 operating system um, tailored to that model. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. So like this is nothing new, by the way. Um, Samsung started doing that a long time ago with their um, Exynos chips, and um, and it's a good idea. It is. Hmm. It, it's it's a good philosophy been able to offload certain tasks to the high um high efficiency cores that don't need the performance and so it frees up the performance cores for the stuff that does yeah 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 and that's like it, it's it's all about power efficiency nowadays on the mobile uh, devices. power efficiency and scheduling so like every operating mm. system has a scheduler uh, or sorry every processor has got a scheduler and it has to work with the operating system so it knows where to send the tasks and stuff like that so if you mm. have these high efficiency cores to do the light work then it's not going to be intruding on your performance uh, you know requirements if you will yeah yeah so um okay like the rest of the phone then you've got the the usual like we said it already the 50 megapixel um octa p pd quad bear wide camera that's a that's a <laughs> mouthful why didn't yeah. they just give it a, a simple name um but they also have the 12 mil 12 megapixel ultra wide camera yeah and uh, and the pro the, has the 48 megapixel telephoto correct yes which has four by optical zoom zoom exactly and um then the um on the front of the pixel 6 there's an 8 megapixel camera and the pro has an 11 11 megapixel camera 11 i was going to say yeah. 12 but you're right actually it is yeah. 11 yeah. yeah 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 so um now so so speaking sorry just speaking of um keeping names simple do you want to know what colors they come in Please so the Google 6, so the Pixel 6, the regular version comes in stormy black, sort of seafoam. What? Or Yeah, sort of seafoam. That's the yellow and bluey one, right? All right. Yeah, and then there's the kind of coral, which is the pink and red, kind of orange, whatever it is. Now, the 6 uh, Pro um, also comes in stormy black. Right. Uh, it comes in cloudy white and sort of sunny. 
are they, they actually naming these? These are the actual names. <laughs> oh, they, they've been using Sorda and Kaina in their colour names now for years. But uh, yeah, anyway, <laughs> that's it. Oh God, I love it. Yeah, love it. I, I love thought it. you might like that. Maybe That's, I uh, just need to embrace all this, Dave. Maybe I just need to. It's me that needs to change. I may, need maybe, to, maybe, yeah, I maybe need we to all do. Embrace all these and get um, really excited about them. That's it. So, listeners, write in to, t- to me and tell me what your favorite color is, and maybe suggest <laughs> some great color names. Please write into us, uh, <laughs> techpost at limerickpost.ie, and uh, yeah, tell me. What would you name a colour for a phone? I'd, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear. Let's move along, Dave. Here's where it got very interesting for me. This is yep. where I really loved it when they started showing things in the video footage like the magic eraser, the face, yeah. face on blur, all mm-hmm. that. It Like that magic eraser uh, in, in the photos and the videos, that was amazing. Okay, let me, let me, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but those shots were very well tailored because it is not brilliant. It's just like Photoshop's content aware system where you can replace the background by removing a subject. Look, what do you expect? I mean, you know, we haven't gotten to the point where AI is like, you know, super intelligent yet. So Mm. like if you try to remove certain objects, then it's going to, it's not going to fill in the background like you know as it should be it's going to look a bit weird and warped in in certain cases the the images that they picked in their uh keynote were very very much so tailored and probably tested prior to you know quite possibly optimized yeah. for for what they oh, were yeah. demoing it still looked good it's still cool it. it's still pretty cool it. but it's not it's not going to be able to do every situation every photo that you um, no. you have it's not going to be able to remove a person and replace the background perfectly it's just not going to do that yeah because if it has to kind of interpret what like it, if there's a colored wall there or something and it has to try and interpret that and fill it in it's not going to be 100% but you know there is certain circumstances and certain cases uh where you take a photo and it it kind of the background is simple, right? Something tiny, some can sometimes ruin a fabulous photo, and just being able to doctor that small bit and just say there, that's how I wanted it originally. Yeah, right. That, yeah. Mm. So, give it five years. Give it five years, and it will be yeah. like the way AI is going now. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be well. Streets ahead. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The motion mode was beautiful because I love, I've taken some great photographic shots with motion mode, which really like, you know, with, with a still camera, you're, you're doing different tricks to get that background blur and get the subject in focus. Uh, but this was, it looked so good because it's basically kind of taking a couple of images and blurring them while keeping the object that you want to keep in focus like a person so the mm. ones they showed of the the girl standing at the subway uh, yeah. and the train in motion behind it like the cyclist yeah there 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 are effects that are beautiful in in, in shots when they're done right um it really does give a lovely sense of movement to a picture and i love it i think it's brilliant i I would really love to be capture, easily capturing more shots like that. Yeah. And it was, okay. I really liked that. I really liked what they were doing there. Yeah. They're, they're making it simple. Like stuff that you would um, normally have had to spend hours doing in Photoshop can be done with AI nowadays. It's getting there. It really is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, um, both the phones are available for uh, order, I think, now uh, for pre-order. And mm-hmm. the release date was October 28th. So they're actually shipping. These things should yeah. be in uh, people's Keep hands. hands very soon. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big time. Oh, yeah. Right. Now, another couple of differences between the Pro and the regular model is the materials used to build them. Um, so on the back uh, of the regular is um, Gorilla Glass 6, oh, whereas, right. and on the front is Victus. So on mm. the back of the Pro, however, you have Victus as well. And yeah. I believe the side, the frame on the side on the uh, regular is aluminum or aluminium. And the, uh, uh, the Pro is like Apple phones, stainless steel. Okay, All right. 
Okay, and speaking of Apple, let's move on to the uh, third event that was going on in that week, and that was Apple's Unleashed event. So, um, right, where do we start with that? Let's take it in the order of what they did again. So they started off the, um, talking about their new uh, voice plan for Apple Music. Um, a small bit confusing for me because it's effectively, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a cheap subscription to Apple Music. So if you don't want to shell out the $9.99 a month, you can do this $4.99 a month plan and it only allows you ask for music to be played. You can't go in and create your own playlists and, and flick through music that you would inside in the Apple Music app or something like that. You can basically just ask Siri, play me music by the police or sure. yeah. ABBA or whoever you want. Um, and that will obviously apply to the HomePod Mini as well. Um, and it's just a voice plan for $4.99. Now, I've, I've been a bit confused because I've heard people refer to it as this will be the perfect plan if you just had a HomePod Mini. Yeah. Right. Now, how do you set up a HomePod Mini if you don't have an Apple phone? How do you get it to log into your iCloud account if you don't have an Apple phone? Ew. You see, so you can't just buy a HomePod Mini, plug it in and off it goes. Right? Apple. So, so now you have to have a phone anyway to set this thing up. Yeah. So what's, you can't have a voice plan just for a HomePod Mini on its own. So the question no. is, the question is, am I missing something here or maybe it's coming? Maybe. Remember, remember before when you got when the iPhones first came out and for the first few years, you had to have them tethered to iTunes to do updates, to do backups, yeah. to activate the phone, things like that. Um, and then eventually you had the cutting the cord, cutting the cable. Um, you now have the situation where you can't use an Apple Watch without an iPhone. You can't mm. set it up. Uh, you can't even set it up through the iPad because the Apple Watch app is not on the iPad. So if you had just an iPad and an Apple Watch, you can't. You have to have the, uh, an iPhone to set it up. And again, the HomePod Mini, you're doing the same. Maybe there's something coming where they're going to untether these devices where you can have them separately. Because again, if you had an Apple Watch and a set of HomePod or AirPods, then the Bluetooth headphones, then you could have all this working through uh, a voice plan, a voice music plan, no mm. phone. And that starts to make sense. So maybe it something was, like that. Yeah. Right. Um, then they went on and did a, a great, um, a great little piece, uh, which was so interesting and went absolutely nowhere. And they just announced three new colors on the HomePod Mini. <laughs> oh, there we go with the colors again, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, it, it was so unremarkable. I, thought, I can't even I remember was, what colors they were. I actually thought there was going to be some feature upgrades or some hardware upgrades or like a new HomePod show with a screen on it or something like that. And then they just said, oh, we've three new colors. So basically an announcement to say that they've put a different bit of cloth around the HomePod Mini. Yeah, uh, and they also made a big deal that they had to go to great lengths to get the manufacturing for right, etc. Yeah. blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just remember the blue wasn't very blue, that's all. It was more yeah. turquoise, wasn't it? Kind of blue. Sort kind of, of blue. blue. Sort of blue. There <laughs> yeah, you go. Sort of blue. <laughs> right, okay. Um, yeah. That's enough time given to that. Okay, so now here we went on to what I was liking actually in the whole event. And this is uh, long room rumored third generation AirPods. So these are these people have been waiting for these and I've been waiting for these for a while actually. So yeah. they now have they're, they're actually a similar design to the AirPods Pro uh, but they don't come with those tips on them those silicone tips on the end of them. So that means you're not going to get active noise cancellation. Um, so but they do include spatial audio. Right, so that's there. Uh, obviously, you're going to have your 
Dolby Atmos in it. Um, they are water and sweat resistant, <coughs> not proof. Yeah, an adaptive equaliser in them. And a total of 30 hours listening time. And the case that you put them into is now um, compatible with the MagSafe chargers, which just means that it's got a bit of a magnet in it that lines it up easier for the wireless charging. So they'll, they'll charge off normal Qi wireless chargers or the, because the MagSafe is backwards compatible. You can put, you can put like old uh, normal uh, wireless devices down on a MagSafe puck and it will charge it because it's normal wireless charging anyway. Okay. Um, and these are coming in at the roughly around the 180 uh, dollar mark, which will translate to something similar over here. But they knocked the original AirPods down to 129. So guaranteed you're going to see those on sale. You're going to be able to get for roughly about 100 quid, you're going to be able to get the original Air, AirBuds. Air, AirPods, sorry. Um, so um, that's going to really drive sales of these things of the original ones because they're going to be they're going to be cheap. There's going to be a lot of sales and knockdown um, offers on those. But these ones now, um, they're pretty cool. I actually, I think I'll be getting those myself. Nice. So, yeah. I do like them. Um, and um, that was it. They didn't do any changes to the AirPods Pro. Um, nothing new there. But um, I've been waiting for these. I've been waiting for the, the, the new generation of them to come out for a while uh, so that I could upgrade. And uh, these are going to be it. All right, let's move along then. And the main thing of the event was the MacBook Pro with the new M chips inside it. So it's a, they, they brought out two of them, a 16 inch and a 14 inch. And you can get the new chips that they announced. So last year they started, they kicked off their change over to Apple Silicon with their M1 chips in the Mac mini, the MacBook Air and the iMac. The iMac, and, right? Yeah. And now they've got the M1 Pro and the M1 Max. They've um, stepped it up a level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, an awful lot. Really, really high. So, okay. First little gripe out of the way was uh, this naming convention that they're going with, um, where they call it an M1 Pro and an M1 Max. Uh, it gets a bit confusing because you're talking about an Apple Mac M1 Max. So are you talking about an M1 Max as in Apple Max or <laughs> M1 Max chip? So if you go into a shop and say, I'm looking for um, some M1 Max, right? <laughs> and they say, oh, the laptop? No, 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 iMac. No, the iMac doesn't come with an M1 Max. What do you mean? The Apple Macs don't have an M1 chip? Ah, uh, <laughs> it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, Max, I Max, wasn't Max, thinking Max, of that. Max. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, could be could, could be confusing. But I, I like, look, they're, I don't know, it's just their naming convention, but it's, it's just two words too similar. Right, so the M1 Pro is a 10-core CPU, 15-core GPU, and 32 gigabytes of unified RAM. And unified RAM means that the RAM is available to the system processor and the GPU. So you don't have discrete one RAM for one, one RAM for the other. Um, and then on the M1 Max, you've got a, uh, what was it, 10-core CPU, a 32-core GPU and 64 gigabytes of unified RAM. So that means you do have up to 64 gigs available to your GPU, which is quite powerful. Um, 54 billion transistors inside them. They're using the 5 nanometer uh, fabrication process. Uh, 400 gigabyte um, or gigabit per second memory bandwidth. And what else they got? Uh, neural That's engine. That's quite fast, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Neural engine. Um, they've got this secure enclave inside in it. It's got um, ProRes encoding and decoding built into it. Uh, so this thing was absolutely amazing. And when they showed the graphs, 
of the performance of even the performance of these new chips against the M1 it was stunningly different stunningly different they really have stepped up a lot with these chips um, and in the compare comparison especially in power consumption to existing Intel or leading GPUs um, so uh, yeah totally they're, they're not kind on your uh, your electricity bill for sure no no they're not and especially if you're out with a laptop and you're doing some stuff mm-hmm. these things can really really like suck the life out of the battery but these M chips the Pro and the Max wow the power consumption on them for the same performance is stunning absolutely stunning so it is it is quite good and you know it it makes me wonder where it's all going to go in the future even for desktops is it going to be all a system on a chip Mm. but uh, but the only downside to that is there's no way to upgrade the ram let's say if you wanted more ram down the line you can't do it there seems to be a change in like before ram was everything like oh you can get like you can get different machines with 1.5 terabytes of ram in it yeah the change in the way these new processors we talked about earlier even with the phones um the change in the way these are being designed with your efficiency cores and performance cores and the machine learning and especially when it's unified ram that's on the chip and the speed at which the ram can now talk to the processor without having to go through the motherboard bus um ram doesn't seem to be as I don't know, I was going to say important, but as as such a key factor anymore. And I think especially when you've got an operating system that has been optimized so much for this, it's not, you don't need the gigabytes of RAM that you did before because the system is managing it an awful lot better. Yeah, well, that's kind of more for normal day-to-day use and even for gaming and stuff like that because gaming, you can get away with, uh, like for most new games, 16 gigs of, gigs of RAM is more than enough, right? Mm. But if you're going to be doing like hardcore video editing, especially like 8K and stuff like that, that's where the RAM will come in pretty damn handy. Yeah, it, it, in normal circumstances, yeah, but when you've got these things and the throughput between the chip, the RAM and the storage is so fast... That's, well, that's true. As yeah. long as there's no bottleneck, like let's say the CPU isn't waiting for the RAM mm. and the RAM is waiting, isn't waiting for the yeah. CPU, etc. Uh, the handoff, yeah, it does tend to like free up the RAM a bit quicker, I guess yeah. you could say. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, mm. I, I still like the reason why they put um, uh, 32 gigs as the minimum in the M1 Pro is because these machines are going to be used for things like video editing and stuff like yeah. that. So it does kind of need it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So let's go through the other specs on the machine anyway. So um, both of them have um, mini LED displays, um, 1,000 nits of brightness. Wow, that's good. Yeah, force touch trackpad, um, which is kind of the standard on all of them anyway now. Um, The touch bar is gone. It is, yes. Nobody liked it. They didn't want it, and they got rid of it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they didn't... um, they didn't say that they were getting rid of it. They didn't actually make any deal of it. No. But they just said is the function keys are back. The tactile right. touch, yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, yeah, great to get rid of it. And the big thing with these things that was a shock for me was all the ports. They seem to have listened to consumer feedback and realized that ports are essential to people. And this thing of offering like two USB or Thunderbolt ports and one of them is your charging port. On yeah. pro devices, that doesn't cut it because people connect things to these devices. And if you've one of your ports taken up with charging, then you're losing ports. So now you've got the MagSafe charger is back, which I'm delighted with because the amount of times that saved me with laptops that somebody or some animal catches on the cable the charging cable and it just pulls out of the laptop without dragging the whole thing off the desk and crashing to yeah. the floor that's brilliant i'm delighted to see the magsafe is back on that um i'm all for the use of magnets and stuff like that so brilliant um headphone jack is still there 
3.5 millimeter headphone jack and you've got um i think it was the three uh thunderbolt ports usb-c thunderbolt yeah ports. i think it was three of them yeah yeah and the hdmi port is back so oh, now you took that away i didn't realize that oh yeah okay. oh sure there was huge um was it just the Thunderbolt only? Yeah, yeah. There was complaints because every time, and and some of the companies, including Dell and all those, actually did do kind of mocking adverts about the ah. fact that if you get a Mac, you've got to get fourteen dongles to go with it <laughs> to connect yes. it to other things. Whereas, yeah, they really yeah. skimmed on the ports over the years. Yeah. 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 So having HDMI there means you don't need your little adapter for it. Um, yeah. Because let's face it, like Thunderbolt monitors are out there, but they're not extremely common. No, they're not not common at all. And most things you're going to connect to if you're doing presentations or going into hotels or anything like that with your laptop, most things you're going to connect to is HDMI. Correct. So um, that's great to see that back. And again, the audio port as well, because if you're connecting to external speakers, most thing you're going to be connected to is over an audio port. Um, so, uh, what else was there? Uh, again, it's the, the displays. I said the mini LED, but they're promotion displays. So up to 120 Hertz refresh rate. Um, Dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, there's a 1080p FaceTime camera on it, uh, three mic array for the, what they called studio quality audio recording. I question that uh, I've, I've heard so many yeah. times that these little mics and speakers are studio quality they're not they never no. are no but no. it doesn't mean they're not good for yeah. what they are for the size of them but exactly, they're not yeah. going to be studio quality and yeah. a six speaker surround sound um spatial with spatial audio uh system inside it so yeah they 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 made the uh, they said they they the laptops can move twice the amount of air or something like that now for extra oomph and volume Yes, exactly. So, um, they look, I can't wait to get my hands on these. Really can't wait to get my hands on, the, on one of these and test it out. See what it's like. I'd love to. I've never, um, I've never laid hands on an M chip um, Apple device before, and I would love to see if the hype is really worth it. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. is it is it really as quick as I've they say used, it is? I've used the M1 MacBook Airs, and right. they are like you launch apps and you don't have that bouncing icon in the dock and waiting for things. When you press really? it, it's there in front of you. It's, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so I can't wait to use an M, M1 Pro or M1 Pro Max. Uh, Mac. <laughs> there we go. Max, Max, Mac. Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dave. Um, I think we're nearly out of time. So before we go, I've got two small things uh, to round up on. First of all, you know, 2021 is uh, 50 years of email, right? First oh, that's email. right. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And yeah. last Friday, which was the 29th of October, I think was the actual anniversary of the first uh, email or the first, yeah, the first email being sent. So that's crazy. Uh, Happy birthday, email. <laughs> uh, Happy birthday. We're yeah. still loving you today. Like, you still get plenty of love. Uh, not, uh, no, not as much as I used to. Dave, when did you send your first email? Uh, it wasn't 1971, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't around, but uh, God, it would have been probably 96, I'd say. All right, okay. I remember um, emailing on an old VAC system in 1990, I think it was. Right. Uh, so... Um, yeah, an old Vax VMS system in the University of Limerick. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, so that's happy birthday email anyway. So if anybody wants to dig out old emails that they got or anything like that, forward, find an email that you got from 20, 30 years ago as you can and uh, send it on to um, send, send it on to the person that you've sent it to. Remind them <laughs> about this email that, they, that you said just to celebrate email being 50. And... Um, Edward Life Sciences, Dave, has announced 250 jobs for Limerick during the week. Ah, so nice. delighted to see that. Uh, 250 new jobs being created there in uh, Edward Life Sciences out in uh, Castle Troy. Uh, so I think that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, uh, I just got one thing. Um, you got one thing, So great. as I was talking to you about yesterday, um, or the day before yesterday even, um, 
Elon Musk is now the richest man in the world. He's worth, according to um, Bloomberg and Forbes, between 225 and 255 billion dollars, uh, which is huge, <laughs> you know. But it's become? all because right. it's all because um, Tesla, um, which has broken the one trillion valuation, I believe, um, has gotten um, a commitment from Hertz, the uh, rental car company, for yeah. 100,000 electric vehicles. Oh, wow. So, Dave, that's it for this week. Uh, thanks a million for joining me. And uh, we'll be back again soon and see what else happens in the world of technology. Dave, thanks a million. We'll talk to you no again problem. soon. Bye. See you soon. Thanks for joining us here on Limerick City Community Radio 99.9 FM across Limerick City and County with thanks to our friends from Wired FM. Foobar is sponsored by the Limerick Post newspaper and the music is kindly supplied by Dylan Flynn and the Dead Poets and you can find their great music on Spotify or on Apple Music. We'll be back again in two weeks time. Bye bye. <laughs>